and then they saw me in a bra, and that was it. What's going on, Pearl Jam nerds? You're listening to Single Podcast Theory. I'm Brad Lyons. <laughs> and I am Brad Blazek. And I am Kate Cotton. The trifecta. The ultimate trifecta. Kate one one year fucking. Yeah. Cotton. Yeah, you damn right. <laughs> Welcome to the show, <laughs> Kate. Oh, well, thanks for having me back, you guys. Of course. Well, so it's one literally one mm-hmm. year ago tonight. At about this time, mm-hmm. I think I was getting puked on, waiting. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm totally kidding. Not... I'm totally kidding. Uh, <laughs> hold on a second. I think we just re- no, we did not stop recording. Sorry, false Uh-oh. alarm. <laughs> oh, I'm not the only one fucking things is... up today. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, that was night two. But yes. So at this time, last time, what I was with Ruben down in mm-hmm. GA and you guys where were your seats I remember looking back at you guys but I don't remember what the section we were in but we had pretty good seats I want to say it was 204 just off the top of my head but I don't I don't know if that's right we were on the third baseline mm-hmm. like I don't know yeah you 20, guys had good seats 20 rows up yeah we did Upgrade, we did baby. thanks thanks to that weird snafu to get oh snafu. god I forgot about that I yeah. kind of forgot about that until just now, actually. Yeah, we had a we had a ticket snafu. I'm sure that'll come up later on in the episode, but um, yeah. So we never, you know, Brad and I never talked about night two. Uh, so that's so that's what we're going to do tonight. And of course, we wanted to have you with us since you were with us that night, and mm-hmm. um, that was the most I would say the most eventful night that we had on the whole oh, trip. Eventful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's putting it very loosely, <laughs> right? I mean, even apart from, I mean, just going to see Pearl Jam is an event in and of itself, but yeah, yeah. the rain, everything else that happened. Uh, but we'll talk about that stuff in a little bit as, mm-hmm. as well as the show. It was a scene, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really was. It's uh, mm-hmm. anyway. All right. We'll get to that stuff in a minute, but. Uh, let's get straight into emails because I have a feeling we might be talking a lot tonight, so I don't want to waste any time. Is that cool? That's fine with me. All right, let's do some emails. Who's first? Uh, I am going to go first with an email we got from Sue D'Amato. What's up, Sue? Uh, am I? <laughs> you are. Yes, you are. Sorry. I am. You're right. I Listen, just... <sighs> yes, I've been waiting for this one. She's talking about the episode from last week where we did Yield okay. uh, in Milwaukee. My hometown show, I scored 10 club GA and had a close encounter of the Vetter kind. The people around me all kind of looked at each other like, what? When they launched into Baba at number four. But everyone was really into it. The excitement continued with Brain of Jay and then the wide-eyed, are they playing Yield? began as soon as Faithful started. That was quickly replaced by, they're fucking playing Yield. 
Uh, I had to take a bathroom break, and on my way back, I noticed that the area between the barricades dividing the 10 Club GA from the rest of the floor was being cleared of debris. I figured something was going on, so I stood against the back rail. Within a few minutes, porch started, and shortly thereafter, Eddie was right in front of me and climbed on the rail. My one and only rail experience for Pearl Jam. Uh, Keep on doing what you do, and know that your faithful are still listening and loving it. Thanks, Sue. Sue. And she sent in a little clip from her phone of Eddie, like, two oh, feet really? from her. Yeah, it's pretty so cool. Awesome. I, I didn't see that. That's cool. Yeah. Thanks for the email, Sue. Uh, let's yeah, I, when I was listening to that episode, when they start playing Faithful, I'd never listened to that boot before, so I kind of listened to it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you could, you could hear the audience's reaction yeah. And yeah. when they start playing. <laughs> totally. It's, it, he, they're, like, louder than Eddie is. It's amazing. <laughs> That's that's it's some so good cool. fans right there when it just takes two yeah. songs in a row and everyone's like, all right, I fucking got you. I know what's yep. happening here. <laughs> so yeah. cool, man. Ooh, did you guys just hear that? No. What was it? Nope. A huge crash of thunder mm. just you, happened outside. Uh, who's next? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah. You. You're next. Oh, that's right. It's me. All right. Uh, <laughs> I can't th- see so good. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> I had to, like, take a backseat on the... Uh, I just ripped part of my... I made a little tear in my contact, and I can't... I can't see so good. No. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Okay, yeah, we got Chris Davis. He says, dudes, in all caps. Great show today. Uh, referring to episode 104, last week's episode. Since I started listening to you guys, I've really uh, fell more in love with Yield. Recently, I pulled out my studio albums and ranked them again, and Yield is now at number one, where it was at number five several months ago. I agree with Brad L. that Brad B. just doesn't like No Way. Uh, Yeah, I remember that, actually, because I just kind of feel like there's no point in this. You just don't like the song, which is totally fine. But I felt like I had been duped into your trap. To eat, like to argue about something <laughs> that had no point in arguing. You know what I mean? There was no point in it. Um, yeah, but like I said, it wasn't just because I don't like the song. It was the way it was performed. <laughs> yeah, when we were talking earlier too, like when I was <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because I just keep hearing your laugh <laughs> when I was editing <laughs> that episode when they kept fucking up the ending. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just sitting there at like midnight on a Sunday night trying to, you know, editing. And this was like a new thing we were trying. And I'm just listening to you chuckle, but not the normal <laughs> chuckle that needs nothing to 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 make it happen. Because you will just do it for no reason. But it, right. was, it was the chuckle that came from like, you were just listening to your favorite band just totally shit the bed <laughs> on stage. And it was like... It was like disbelief, sadness. And it's not a song I, and I care I just, for anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It gave me I will, a good chuckle. Can I admit, though, what that you breaking out your guitar and playing it yeah. like made me realize what Stone was doing Oh, that you did the song. Like, yeah. Yeah. That it he it it wasn't that he was playing it wrong. He was just playing it different, right. and I couldn't recognize what he was doing until I heard you playing it. Yeah, this it's 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 weird. It's subtle, but it makes a big difference. You know? I will totally. say it it did sound the live performance of it did sound kind of weird. I did I don't think it was like a shit show or anything like that. But oh um, sure yeah it's it it sounded different. Yeah, 
it was faster. It was like I don't know. It had that and, s- stone. And the like, way he was, the way he was singing "Difference" in the chorus. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so I was right? like, "Why is he singing it like yes, that?" Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Brad. I'm not trying to make a difference. Yeah, that was the other part that Brad had me laughing because he was laughing. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> oh dear God. Okay. Uh, Let's see. I disliked it before, but I've come around to it. So come on, Brad. Uh, <laughs> I listened to the uh, to the chicks on the porch last week, and they helped me come around to another song I would skip in the past, Infallible. I think Blazy uh, should have to co-host another show with No Way is the song they covered that week. <laughs> that would be mm, awesome. <laughs> please <laughs> do good. that. Please do it. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll run it by Jesse. Okay. I think it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Weird. Uh, I didn't notice, notice it was out of time until it was pointed out. The song I just don't get is Pilot. I like the riff, but I don't get it. Uh, I wasn't there, but that show is one of my favorite bootlegs. I, I also really like it when Lions gets the guitar out. That's fucking cool. Thanks again for making Mondays bearable. Chris, the Pearl Jam dude. Um... So, man, I love these emails where I'm like, oh, yeah, man, this is kind of like, this is one of the people that kind of agree with my side of things until he's like, <laughs> the song I just don't get is Pilot. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. I love that song, but I get it. I'll be honest with you. I didn't like it when that first record just came out, or when the record first came out. I didn't like it. It took me, uh, it took me yeah, a couple months it, for that one for some reason. Yeah. It was definitely a weird song at first, and it... it it grew on me. Yeah, because it's a weird song. Mm-hmm. But I love I it. I don't love it. Yeah. I don't love it. I don't hate it, but it's one of my least favorites from the album. Yeah, I get that. Uh, don't hate me. I don't at all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Chris. All right, who we all got? All right, next Gigi. is uh, Gigi. Oh, Hello. Jesus. Oh, you almost <laughs> blew my ears off. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, hello, good, my friends. Here's here's Gigi from Barcelona again. Um, about the episode, I'll say a couple things. First one, I love so much how you commented on the songs while you played them. Please keep doing it because it's so perfect and we know exactly which part you are talking about. Uh, I just want to say a lot of people, we got a lot of feedback from people saying that. So it seemed like that really kind of worked out good so i'm sure we will keep doing that in the future hell yeah absolutely um the second point is about wish list i prefer the studio version like blazek does what happens when it's live is they use too much distortion on the main riff if you listen to the album all the guitars are super clean mainly stratocasters i would say and the sound they get perfectly matches with the meaning of the sound of the song it invites you to listen and to do your own wish list. Otherwise, with the distortion, it feels more like just a happy song. I think he means without the distortion. Um, also, I wanted to say that your duo playing No Way with Lions on guitar and Blazik on the slide whistle that made, me, made me laugh so hard. <laughs> uh, all the people in the bus looked at me. <laughs> Can we say now that you have a that you both have a band? See you soon, guys. Can't wait for more. Bye. Yeah, um, man. I forgot about that, too. That was. You walked right into that trap. It was amazing. 
I don't know, though, like- man. I think that's kind of... I remember being so shocked in the moment just because I felt like that was a really kind of like high level joke he threw in there. It was. <laughs> it you was know? There was a lot of strategy behind it. Yeah, I was it impressed. Was, it's like, it's, it's, because uh, normally with him, it's just kind of like, yuck, yuck, yuck. You know what I mean? Which is nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Um, but, but that one was just like, God damn, that was good. Well, it was, it was a happy, very conniving. It was a very happy accident that you busted out your guitar. I know and that's what I'm saying. It. Because like... I didn't plan on that. I had I had been listening to that part, and I'm like, man, if there was some way I could play the slide whistle over that part of the song, but I'm like, it's not going to work. So don't don't even think about it. And then you started playing your guitar. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. (laughs) Well done. Well played. Thank you. Oh, thank you. It was. (laughs) All right. But is, do you, what do you think about him? What he's talking about wishlist about playing it live? Do they push the distortion up? Well, Eddie is playing the, I mean, Eddie plays that main part, right? And he, Mm -hmm. he doesn't, uh, to my knowledge, really fuck with pedals. So his amps are just kind of like wide open on the stage and he's just going direct into it. So his tone, like that's not probably what was happening in the studio, for example, which is why you get that more mellow kind of clean tone. I would say that his, I mean, his tone, it's not really distortion. He's he's overdriving the amp with the volume, um, which is originally what this quote unquote distortion was people back in the day. And I still do it in the studio. Like if I have a, a part that's just supposed to be like a loud uh, kind of, I don't know, think ACDC. Like he's yeah. not using pedals. He's just cranking amps and mic. Okay. And so those amps are breaking up. And that's what's happening on stage with Eddie and that guitar part versus what happened in the studio. Right. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I mean, for me. It's one of those weird exceptions where I like I'm more likely to listen to Wishlist live on a boot than I am to like seek it out on a record or something. Mm. I don't know why. It is not again, it's one of those situations where I love I love the song. It's not about not liking the song. Um I just something about it being a little quicker and punchier live for some reason I like it. I don't know. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I like when he changes the lyrics to it, which he tends to do. Yeah. And he changes it to true. something different every time. I think that's pretty cool. That's true. Yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks, Gigi. Gigi. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, all right. Let's Kate, move on. Yeah. Would you like to okay. read an email? I would love to read an email. I'm happy. I'm so excited. Okay. Um, this is from Lucy, right? That's how yep. we say her name? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, she wrote, hello to my favorite Brads in the whole world. Let me just say this. Episode 104 is by far the best episode. No kidding. You totally nailed it. Wow. Good job, you guys. Dang. Um, although when Brad B opened with his little poop talk, I thought to myself, this is just like a relationship after two years. <laughs> Wait, I can't. This is too funny. <laughs> I didn't read this ahead of time. <laughs> I thought to myself, this is just like a relationship 
After two years when you realize that your partner just entered the bathroom and did not close the door and think to yourself, hmm, I guess the mystery is over, but I still love him. (laughs) Oh, it's fantastic. And then just like in a relationship, you managed to put a huge smile on my face and make me remember why I love listening to you so much. Um... Not only is Yield my favorite album, but Mil- the Milwaukee show is my favorite boot. The combination of you playing the whole fucking Yield section of the show and talking over the songs made me feel like I was there in the conversation with you. Having Brad L. take his guitar and highlight some of the musical parts. Ooh, that was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lyons, please keep adding those guitar playing parts. By doing so, you helped me refine my musical hearing and absorb the different layers of the song. So cool. Uh, there are several reasons why this is one of my favorite boots. First, for me, opening with Baba right from the start of the show just makes me shiver. I'm crazy about this cover, and the performance is so ener- energetic. You can see on the playlist that Eddie changed the order of the songs, moving it from one song before the finale to song number four. I wonder why he moved it to this strange location. <clears throat> Besides that... The Push Me, Pull Me song is a great song, and definitely not appreciated enough. When performed live, it is amazing. I know you guys think it's a weird song, but the beauty of the song is not when it, uh, is not when examined separately as a single song, but as part as a, oh my god, but as part of a set of songs, it joins. To me, this song always puts an element of uniqueness feeling to a set. I love it. Thanks again for one of the best episodes, and thank you for putting a smile on the face of a blue-haired girl. Big hug, Lucy. Oh, <laughs> she's so sweet. <laughs> Lucy's awesome, man. Thank you, Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. Like emails. All right, what else we got here? Uh, we've got one last email. Oh, yeah, man, Chris Thomas. Yeah, Chris Thomas writes in. Hi, Brad and Brad. Uh, I would like to comment on the format of your song by song on Yield Walkie. Uh, regarding the format. I love the discussion over the song playing in the background. It was really great to hear the entire set of Yield, but not lengthen the episode by talking before and after the music. Hopefully you guys keep doing that as you continue through the other front-to-back album shows. And Brad L., please keep recapping riffs on the acoustic. Hearing MFC stripped down like that makes me appreciate the guitar so much more when I listen to the band. Loved your comment about how well they could pull off three guitars with Ed, Stone, and Mike. Um, Episode 104 brought back some nice memories for me when I saw the show from the upper deck, stage right on Mike's side. A couple of things I appreciated more after watching this all unfold in person. Uh, One, for quite a while, I used to skip over No Way just so I could get to Given to Fly faster while listening to this album. After hearing it live, I, I grew a much greater appreciation for it and love the grooviness of Stone's lead and the robust sound of Jeff's bass. Despite Brad B turning his his take, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> despite despite Brad B turning his take on this performance into his own version of a crisper drawer, I love the performance despite the technical issues throughout. It's awesome to know I was there the last time it was played. And Push Me, Pull Me was another skipper for me. That changed after hearing Eddie break out the monotone he provides on the recorded version and exasperates every other word in the lyric. He almost apologizes to the crowd for what they have to endure because it's part of the the record. But I really felt it was a highlight of the entire set. Uh, I totally agree. I agree with that, too. Yeah, I meant to comment on that with Lucy's email as well. 
I love yeah. that version live. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, that song I is think, way better live than on the record. I would say. Yeah. I don't think I ever skipped it per se, but the this live version was way better. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys also mentioned how this was literally songs six through seventeen in the middle of a thirty-seven song set. I kept apologizing to my wife after the first encore because she had to get up for work a hell of a lot earlier than I did the next morning. <laughs> This was on a Monday night. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, The last thing I want to mention was my favorite monologue Ed had before going into all those yesterdays. He tells a story about his first beer, where it was old Milwaukee, how he remembered the slogan at the time, taste as great, taste as great as its name, and then proceeds to describe that one of the, that's why, that's one of the reasons why he now drinks wine. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, Forced to endure what I could not forgive. Chris. Thank you, Chris. Man, I remember drinking some stuff called. Uh, I was never a big beer guy, but uh, what? That, hopefully, they don't still make this stuff. I think it was called Steel Reserve. Oh yeah, I oh, think I've seen that. Oh my god, it was like yeah, that sounds familiar. I've never felt so bad the next day, <laughs> <laughs> and I only had like. I mean, I had a bunch of, like, drinks, but I, I ended the night with, like, three of those bad boys at someone's Ooh. house. And that just, that, oh, my God. I could, it, you know, when you wake up the next day, those days, and you're like, I know exactly, based on how I feel, I know exactly what happened last mm-hmm. night to make me feel this way. Like, I know which <laughs> drink it was. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those mornings. That's that, how- <laughs> and the first thing my brain went was, still reserve. Good <laughs> That's God. how I felt this morning. I was thinking back on the mudslides I drank last night. It's <laughs> so, like, why did I drink three mudslides? You had three? Oh, necessary? well, you drink them because they're so good. They're fucking delicious. It's just freaking chocolate milkshake. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, you're I was like, I would not jacked. have a, Yes, I would not have a pounding headache if I didn't drink all that sugar last night. But I yeah, digress. That's a lot of sugar, man. Mm, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, whatever. I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm here. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on to the end of the show. Uh, if you guys would like to email us, of course, uh, the email address is singlepodcasttheory at gmail.com. You can say hi on the social medias. And if you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash single podcast theory for all of that information. All right. So what do we got going on Patreon this week, Brad B? Uh, We have a new patron named Bob Lee. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Um, Thanks, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously, we really appreciate it, and uh, we'll totally we'll, we'll get you some goodies in the mail as soon as we can. Yeah, Ooh, goodies. I'll be yeah, I'll be sending you an email here shortly. Awesome. All right, cool. Well, let's move on Sweet. to God. Is this episode one hundred and five? It is. This is one hundred and five. All right, Wrigley two twenty eighteen. That's right. August twentieth. I don't. Uh, a most emotionally confusing day and night of my whole entire <laughs> existence. Okay, so I'll, I'll agree with that. I was just about to say oh. that I was about to say, you know, I don't really know where we should start with this. Um, there's mm. just so much to talk about, and then well, well then yeah. here's how night two the 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 whole saga started with um, <laughs> us trying to get on the giggling goddamn rail. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which you're gonna take it all the way to the back back to the beginning? Oh, well, I mean, we don't have to go into detail or anything, but um, yeah, I mean, we definitely we slept outside that night for the most part. Um, I think we tried to get a nap in there at some point. It's all kind of a blur. <laughs> But, yeah, we yeah. got on the line at like three in the morning yeah. or two. Yeah. It was something stupid, something yeah. really stupid, and somehow not the first people in line. We were like, like fifty, number fifty in line or yeah. something. We were right I about fifty. Yeah, yeah. Sleeping and in the concrete. You guys remember? Remember, like they? Well, what it was is they had we had like a group that we kind of everybody kind of agreed, like okay, we're gonna meet at Murphy's at a certain time. And everyone's gonna kind of line up. And do you remember there was like a group of yes, two or three? Yes, I, w- I won't forget that. Yeah, two or three like bullies outsiders that weren't, weren't part of the <laughs> the line. Yeah. No, I remember. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna there's gonna be a fucking Pearl Jam fan fight breakout in Wrigleyville. Right. There was yeah. drama at three in the morning already. Yeah. Well, Which I, really was not necessary because there were like two of them. Like what I know, right? What difference <laughs> right. does it make if there's right. two people Just at the beginning them, of the line? Yeah. Yeah. Let them Whatever. mingle in. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm going to take it way too serious, but I d- just have to be honest because this is something that I thought about at the time. And, and it's something that I actually thought about a lot when I worked at Apple. And it's this I like, I'm totally down for like what we did. Like we tr- we want to get on the rail, right? So yes. we did what we had to do to get on the rail. But yeah. at no point did I feel like the three of us were gonna like I don't know try and fuck someone over or right. at the end of the day, yeah. if you think that you're in the spot right in front of me, then fucking take it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was yeah. the same as. I was watching it, it just makes me think the same as when I would watch people line up in the middle of the night for iPhones, right? Mm-hmm. And you go, and, and that's not a problem. I get that, right? I used to camp out for concert tickets. Um, I mean, I wouldn't camp out for an iPhone, but I get it. I'm a, I'm a tech nerd dude. I like that yeah. kind of shit. Obviously, for a concert or whatever, I just don't understand the whole like in the rest of the world, people wait in lines for like food and bread and water, right? <laughs> They're yeah, like yeah. happy to take whatever they can get. Whereas we make the decision to, uh, you know, go at three o'clock in the morning in this case um, and do it. But we do it with the understanding that this is like something that we're able to do, right? Like it's not yeah. some sort of right or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was just interesting to watch people get like that though. And it just made me think, not in a, sounds terrible, but it's like, is this the only thing that you have? <laughs> it kind of makes you feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, are yeah. you really getting this worked up about like a few places in line? Especially right. when yeah. what w- happened to us, we we did everything we were supposed to do. Right. I know. And yeah. we I know. still and we made it on the fucking rail and we still yeah. didn't get to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and while that is absolutely fucking kind of like depressing to think about and it was and you knew the whole time there's there's some element of risk of that happening. Yes. But you didn't really think it was going to happen like that. You're and in it, denial. And it did. Mm-hmm. It absolutely <sighs> happened like that. And I got puked on. Yep. 
Jeez. We'll get to that later. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it was just like, well, I'm just like, I drove to Chicago with one of my buds and met up with some other buds. And we spent three days in a great city and we saw two kick-ass shows and ate some good food and did some cool shit. And that's the funny thing is like, I don't... think about the fact that we don't didn't get on the rail like yeah, yeah. no that's true you know what i'm saying i that's think about true. brad's face like our faces when it was like is that evil little goat yeah <laughs> right i mean yeah and how big of a nerd do you have to be to be able to pick that out in the first place right right but yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know it's just funny to me that, that that was one of the big things that i took away from the experience as far as like an observation apart from the fun mm-hmm. and the music and all that kind of stuff it was just like it's just that to me seems that just seems odd to me i don't know end of rant yeah. that's right do you feel better yeah you got it all off your chest i guess would okay. you do it again Hmm. Are you asking it, Brad or me? Because I know asking, that I would definitely. You know, I would do it again. But yeah, you're asking no, I'm him asking. Because he Brad. didn't want to do it, right? If, <laughs> if it was like, if it was Bridgestone, if it was an arena where the the weather was not a factor, and yes, I would do. Whole, I would do it again. Well, how about this? I'll say this, and I'm being dead serious. If I could yeah. do that again and get rail with you guys, I mm. would. I would do all that again. Would oh. I? Would I? Oh. Would I, on my own, try and go get rail, like, at a show? No. Yeah. I mean, I would try and get GA, and I'd get there at a decent time, and I'd pick a really nice spot where I can see everybody, and it's loud, and Mm -hmm. whatever, but, like, but, yeah, I I would do that. I would want a do-over if I could have it for that night with you guys, but but other than that, I don't really give a shit about being on the rail, you know? Yeah. No, for me, it was just, like, the whole, the whole thing the whole day you know being there at four in the morning like literally sleeping on the sidewalk yeah that was a first for me i've never slept on a sidewalk before (laughs) (laughs) um and just like hanging out with you guys and hanging out with everybody you know you kind of make friends with the people around you you know Mm -hmm. um you know who was it matt and his daughter uh, right next to us. The redhead, uh, his redhead yeah. daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yes. I was thinking about Matt, them the Matt other and day. Macy. That's Macy. Macy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Macy. Yep. They were cool. There was a woman that I was talking to that we, you know, we were talking about our father. Oh yeah. She was like, she was hardcore. Oh yeah. <laughs> that lady, yeah. right? She was intense. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she was like, she was from Wisconsin, and she had like an accent, like that northern yeah. Wisconsin accent, and I'm like, these are these are my people. You know, so it was just, I don't know. And then, like, I mean, we're literally under the L train all day. Oh, my God. I mean. We, we were getting, like, L train juices leaking on us. It was disgusting. So gross. It was so, so gross. It was, it really was. It felt. In, and a dollar store it, poncho. Because it was, yeah. um, it was that train and it was just kind of drizzly and the shit was oh, like, right. dri- like hobo juice was dripping off of the. <laughs> Off yes. the bottom of the tracks, it felt like, and you're just laying there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Can't, you can't sleep because the train went by every 30 seconds. Right. It was like yeah. one of the, a form of like um, interrogation torture or something where they don't let you fall yeah. asleep. Like every time I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, God, here we go. I'm drifting. I'm drifting. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. Yeah. 
This is all going to yeah, be it worth like it. We were, it wasn't like we were near the train. We were literally underneath it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were under a train. It was so insane like, right? that we did how that. How did we get that misfortune? There were like hundreds of other people on that line, and, but why were we the ones under the train? <laughs> how did that happen, too? Because if you remember, when we first got there, we were farther down this down the street. People started Well, yeah, because scooting. I think that's, that's technically. And that's technically like that wasn't the line. Remember, like we couldn't right. line up until like seven a.m. or oh, something. So when that right. happened, the line moved up to where okay. the line actually You're starts. Right. You're right. And then we were shifted that. directly under the train. Under the- <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I. I guess I romanticize it more than you guys. Like I love all that stuff. But, Even though like waiting it- on the line. Just being out there with you guys and being under the no. L in the rain and the rain kind of sucks, it's, but it's just like, I will never fucking forget it. Oh, You're sure. not romanticizing anything. It was like a real experience that I, okay. something I'll probably never experience again. Yeah. But it's it's fun to bitch about it. No, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> because it kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it sucked, but it's that kind of thing where like, you know, yeah, it's, it's for a bigger it. purpose. Like we, you know what I mean? Like yeah. me yeah, and my exactly. buds are going to go get on the rail at this show. Right. And I was yeah. At, yeah. at this moment laying in the, the wastewater <laughs> underneath the train. <laughs> Uh, I remember thinking it's going to be worth it though because I'm going to be right yeah. in front of the band. Yeah. yeah. Little yeah. did I know. Well, and the other thing too, we we talked about it a lot back then, but just to go over it again, we had listeners coming up to us all throughout the day, and yeah. that was. That was part of yeah. this whole the whole experience was was that was people coming up to us and you know getting to meet listeners. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a trip, man, for sure. Putting all the the faces to the the names and the emails that we'd been been reading for yeah yeah for a year at that point or whatever. It was almost a year, I guess. Yeah, but. there was there was like nothing like experiencing that because I've never been a part of this world really until now and like. Being able to spend a weekend with people who were all there and ex- so as fucking excited as I was. And, you know, I've never been able to, like, talk to people that easily. But something about being there with you guys and everybody else and all the other listeners, like, it was just like, God, I don't know. It's like I've nothing I've ever experienced before. And I, I still think about it sometimes, like, yeah. when I'm going through some tough shit. And I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll, like, think back to that weekend and be like, you know, everything's going to be okay because if... If I could have an experience like that, like in my lifetime, then, you know, it's all worth it. Everything that we go through, you know? Yeah. And it it is one of the things I don't experience the feeling of being part of a tribe that often. I don't like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know what that is, but, but I did feel that those three days in Wrigleyville where I really did, I, there was a moment where I caught myself kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, but almost like sighing, like, oh, no, like this is three days of chill and being with people mm-hmm. that are all here for the same reason. And every bar mm-hmm. I go to, there's a Pearl Jam show playing on a TV yeah. or it, or they've just got Pearl Jam, you know, radio on, uh, on in the bar mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And it's just like, man, no one can fuck with me here. 
No, right. you know that's what I mean? exactly what it felt yeah. like. No one can fuck with me. It like, felt so. These are my homies. Yeah, and and <laughs> and on the flip side of what I was saying earlier about like the line and you know all that kind of shit and and how people can kind of act sometimes. That's the flip side of it, though. You know what I mean? It's just like getting to feel that kind of. Um, I don't know that you're just there with a big group of people, and even the people you don't know, you know, are cool. You know what I mean? Like everyone's yeah. gonna be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because I don't remember, like that's the other thing too is maybe there were, I'm sure there were, but I don't remember a bunch of like drunken fights and no, like it wasn't that mm-hmm. kind of a vibe. I mean, everyone was partying no. and having a great time, but there wasn't some like angry vibe. It was there was this moving like. I get the deadheads now. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Maybe not totally. the music necessarily, but like I get it. Like, and Pearl Jam is mm-hmm. one of the few, I would say, quote unquote, modern contemporary rock bands that doesn't play the type of music that these other bands do, but has the kind of culture that like Fish right. and Grateful Dead and all these other bands have. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty beautiful. Yeah, it's it's really special. And um, all right, so I feel how, so lucky to be a part of it. Yeah, the the fucking jamly man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, we were just fucking brodling down with the jamly in Wrigleyville. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, we don't even. That's the end of the show. That's all I have to say. We that's were what just we're doing. a couple of brodels with the slinky by <laughs> our side. Well, what's the what's the, what, <laughs> what'd you say? I said, we were a couple of brodels with a slinky by our side. That's right. That's right. Kate the slinky. <laughs> that doesn't work at all. No, I don't like that. <laughs> I, don't, I will never say that ever again. Thanks. I tried it. I threw it out there. I'm going to take it back. Didn't work. That's all right. Strike okay. that. Oh. All right. So let's. We're, we could truly ramble for hours so let's right. so let, let's uh, get let's, let's get ourselves to the show real quick yeah um so yeah we definitely did the waiting i had a great time i mean we hung out with herman we hung out with um uh tons of people it doesn't matter anyway so we get how many times did we get stopped once we got moved in well, that's what i was gonna say so we're finally inside wrigley and then they're like okay like we have to wait another hour still, or however long it was. Weren't they well, trying we, to delay it? They, they with the walked storm, us, or yeah. Well, we got in. We walked around, which was weird. We were on, we were like on the bleacher entrance, which is in 2016. That's where we went in. This mm-hmm. time they had us walk in, but we walked all the way around the entire yeah. stadium. Yeah. And then, but they let us in, and we got to the rail, and it was like oh, it life, was so beautiful. I was, was like, perfect. "Oh my god!" It I was, couldn't. It, I've never felt joy like that in my whole life yeah, because everybody was so nice too. Getting there, like yeah. I remember the guy in front of me—I forget his name—but I'm friends with him on Facebook. But like for a second, I got stopped, and I thought like maybe I'd lose my spot somehow because I was right. so anxious and my heart was pounding oh, and I was dripping it, sweat. I was, I was like, I was like meditating before we went in there. I. I was like, I need to calm down because I'm going to have a fucking heart attack. Did and you I run to the bathroom what? or merch booth or something? No, well, that was another thing. But as we're walking oh. in, the guy in front of me was like, he knew my name. He was like, no, this is where Kate's spot is. And he like right. made sure that the three of us <laughs> were yeah. behind him still. Like he looked out for us and yeah. we made it through the whole line. And yeah, I did. We got, I think I got a pretzel or something because we like yeah. barely ate all day. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the line started moving. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm buying the pretzel, I'm like, fuck, the lady like threw the pretzel at me and I went to run yeah. and get you guys. Because I thought they were letting everybody in, but they weren't. So we were okay. <laughs> but yeah, when they finally let us in and we got to that rail, I was like, oh my, yeah. this is my moment. This is the moment that changes everything. And yeah, that was like, I guess maybe part of the issue is how much of how hyped we were. Yeah. Like we were almost like too excited, but beca- it's mm-hmm. because we had it. We were there. We had it. There was no reason to not be excited. Right. Yeah. Except for the fact that we were all <clears throat> denying the the truth and that we knew all knew it was going to storm that night, but we were convincing ourselves, yeah, no, no, it's not going to, it's not going to, and it will be fine. It doesn't look like it's going to yeah. storm. We'll I be mean, okay. Basically, just enter in every cliche trope about impermanence and counting your eggs before they fucking hatch. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because now that we're like all three together talking, you know, I remember that the, the time we spent like under the bleachers in the like outer walkway or whatever, which I was happy about because I was like, well, if it starts raining, at least we're covered because we've been right. exposed to the elements since three o'clock in the morning. Mm. Uh, yeah. So th- that part didn't bother me, but man, if I had only <laughs> known that, oh. like, even at that point, because that's when I finally, not relaxed, I was fine, but when we got mm-hmm. to the rail is when I was like, okay. And we I think I even it. said to you guys, yeah. like, we made it, and I think I get it. Like, I, I think. Yeah, yeah you, yeah, did. you did. You were, yeah. you were, like, agreed with us, finally. You were like, all right, I can see why this is worth right. it. We're like, see, <laughs> Because at that point you think, okay, we just, I spent a lot of time. I'm, you know, I'm a parent. I'm an adult male in his 40s, mm-hmm. or I have 40 years old, and I'm sleeping outside um, to go see a band. <laughs> maybe I don't make the some of the best of strangers. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't make some of the best life decisions. But then you get there and you're like, oh my god, yeah, no, yeah, this is amazing. Stage, you see the stage 10, 10 yards away from you, and you can you can. You can imagine Eddie like walking down, mm-hmm. you know, in front of you, and and we were at the, see... we were at the perfect spot. We were like in yeah. front of Eddie, but also a little more towards Mike's side. So we would yeah. probably been like directly in front of Jeff. Yeah. So we would have gotten a view of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna oh, lie. And just so everyone knows, we're. I mean, we're we're just recounting. You know what happened. Yeah. We're not trying to have a fucking pity party over losing the rail. However, <laughs> having said that. <sighs> It fucking sucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heart, right. But for me, it was as someone that's like toured a lot and like played on a lot of those like stages like that. When they started per- pulling some of the trusses, certain trusses down, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. man. Like those that they just like they pulled down earlier. That's like normal. That doesn't matter. But if you're pulling down that sh- I can't remember what it was that I saw and I was like oh man that's not good yeah. and they they were cov- they were covering the monitors that yeah. would yeah. play the show I'm pretty I'm like it looked like they were shutting down after the concert had been played already yeah mm-hmm. and in my I'm still in my head trying to convince myself that we weren't going to lose our spot because Me I too. remember thinking to myself like nope it's probably it's just going to rain they don't want any of the gear to get wet they don't want the electronics to get wet but they're not going to evacuate us cuz you know it's just a light drizzle or some shit yeah, I don't know right well and for me <sighs> I I've you know again it's one of those things where it's like as we all know that's part of the denial it's like it's not their call <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. if the city or the venue shuts right. it down cuz of weather then it's fucking done you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. for me, it was just like, well, there's no, like, 
This isn't a matter of whether the band is willing to go on stage and whether. No, not at all. They will fucking do it in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. It's whether or not they do it and it's illegal for them to do it because the fucking mayor said no. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. this is kind of out of their control in some ways. But we did get like a bonus at the end that made up for it. And we'll talk about that at the end. If you guys even remember him talking about the, uh, basically him saying, uh, it sounds like they've got some really good friends there in Chicago and like the mayor and some other people extended the curfew. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't remember all the details when we were at the show, but I do remember thinking, okay, they've gone 30 minutes past the curfew and that is a mm-hmm. fuck ton of money as far as fines yeah. go. Cause mm-hmm. you're talking, t- you could be talking tens of thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars or more, for every minute past curfew that they're on stage. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. isn't like Pearl Jam getting slapped with a $2,000 fine because you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Eddie's got that. I mean, they have so much money, you know? Well, and they just they just played the day before. It's a lot easier pill to swallow yeah, to when, cancel the show when they just played the other night. You know, 2013 right. was like the only show that mm-hmm. summer at Wrigley. Right. And they were like, we have to do this. But they could yeah. have just canceled or just played for half an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or played for they like definitely. an hour. So They definitely could have canceled. This, this past summer, um, I was babysitting for a family who um, was going to a Dave Matthews concert at, at Jones Beach Theater, which is an outdoor venue. And it's like it started to storm like right yeah. before the show. and. <clears throat> They didn't wait it out. They just straight up canceled. Well, they didn't cancel it. They 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 moved it, but they canceled two or three shows. I think this summer because of weather. Yeah, it's been they, a crazy they had, summer. Those guys, with the they had some. Yeah, they had some bad luck. Those guys this yeah. summer. Well, yeah. But I remember thinking I that because the the people I was babysitting, they're like huge Dave fans. Like yeah. they they've seen them countless times and. I like put me back to Wrigley. Mm-hmm. I was like, guys, I know what you're going through. Like they waited all, they didn't wait all day, but they got there early and they were waiting around, waiting. They were like standing in water to, for yeah. Dave to start playing. And then next thing they know, they're like, sorry guys, we can't play this show. And when they got home, they were so bummed. I was like, I know what you, I know what you're going through. Yeah, it's it's weird. Some weird karma for Boyd sending dick pics to young men. What? The violin yeah, player. Boyd Tinsley, oh, the violinist. I didn't violence. know that. I was like, where did I this heard, conversation I heard, just I go? heard something else. <laughs> I wondered what that silence was like. Uh, okay. <laughs> I thought that something was a about, funny joke, but I guess you guys don't know I, what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I don't I, know. Maybe, I, maybe I, I do, was, but... All I heard was boys' dick pics, and I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, Boyd Tinsley, the violin player in Dave Matthews' band, he got kicked out of the band, what, like a year ago, maybe? Because yeah. he got busted for sending it doesn't matter yeah um men are so uh, stupid so yeah they would you say off the field <laughs> i said men are so stupid like why i don't well never i'm not men gonna go are there. real dumb <laughs> yeah they're real, stupid. real dumb i mean in general men are real like as a man i i hear some stuff mm-hmm. and i'm like god dude really yeah, like you didn't think you didn't think that like like you're not thinking one move ahead in the chess game, much less five. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so, so stupid. Anyway, where were we? They kicked us off the field. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, us the, off the yeah, field. I, 
when the security guy came out onto the stage, uh, in my mm-hmm. head, I'm just like, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 this can't be. It. And everyone around us is like, oh God. And he's like, you guys got to move to the safe area until it passes. And I, I didn't move. <laughs> I, I didn't was like, either. no. I was like, I was this like, can't be I happening. Can't. This and I was can't like, be let, happening. I, we'll let everybody else get off the field and then, and then we'll go. So we'll be at the front. Right. Yeah. the crowd to get our spaces back but that's but everybody that was doing that everyone was doing that yeah it was that really was yeah. awful but oh, it man. was <laughs> oh i'm just having specific memories um yeah so then me and yeah we got separated right because yeah. me, me and kate yeah, me ended and, up with uh, we were like fuck this noise i'm like i'm about to have a panic attack if i'm trapped in this crowd yeah i was like i, I was can't like, I was trying to maneuver where yeah I you could were you were moving our, slow save our spots maybe the weather yeah. would pass and not get real bad and it just long story short we all got everybody got screwed yeah we we hardcore lost you we had no idea where you were yeah. we kept trying yeah. to find you and stuff <laughs> but it was not worth it because we well, me the, me and lions were actually in a good area like there was space we were able to sit oh I there was, was like a cool breeze where we were sitting yeah <laughs> i was in hell i was in hell i know i was totally I smashed up in between everybody and it was sardine rough. can yeah yep. yeah and but then the rain the rain came and it was fucking it was bad. Pretty, it yeah, was it was a really real bad, bad storm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, was... yeah, fair enough. It was a pretty bad storm. I mean, yeah, th- yeah. We, no one should have been on that field. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> no, no. Um, well, all right. So I don't now. The rest of that is a blur to me. Like my memories kind of jump to being on the field with you guys. Yeah, and, and the show starting. We didn't have ter- yeah, so terrible th- spots, did we? Well, no. They weren't. They weren't great, terrible, though. but considering we had been awake for basically twenty four hours, yeah, that's true. it was kind of shitty. And especially because I remember we were getting evacuated. Everybody's like, "Take a picture of where you're standing. Like, don't forget. Like, show it to people." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, yeah that's totally gonna work." Yeah. And then we get nah. there, and I'm trying to push. Brad, you were um, like way ahead of us. You were like ten heads in front of us. Right. And you kept saying, "Come, come, get, come, like, come up here." And there was no fucking, no one was moving. Yeah, right. I was like, I was like, "Please, my friends up there." No, no one gave a shit at all. No, no one was moving from their <laughs> spot. So you ended up. You were very kind, and you came back and stood where we were. Yeah. Right. Um. But I remember just feeling like, as we're standing there, I'm like, I'm like, these guys, like, they're great, like, they're new friends of mine and stuff. But like, I still kind of just met them, and I really don't want to. F- start fucking crying like a little girl in front of them right now. It was taking everything in me to not have a mental breakdown. I was so sad. It was just like genuine, genuine sadness like I've never really experienced before. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the exact same way. It was taking everything in me. I can't cry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to hug these two and bawl my eyes out. But that's, you know, that's a little weird. <laughs> like, I just met Kate the day before, you know, and Brad's a dude. No, Brad, you, Brad, you turned to me at one point. You were like, Kate, I, do you need a hug? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Because I, really I need needed one. I didn't I, care about you. I wanted to hug somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it guys. was needed. 
<laughs> well, okay. We're emotional humans. So yeah. we made it through all that bullshit, but then you gotta say that was a pretty, or I thought it was a pretty fucking badass set. It was. Yeah. The beginning was, we go from given a fly to why go and a go, all of which I cried throughout. Dude. Like I was like, okay, the music's playing. I could I could cry freely and they won't notice. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't. I could not stop crying. Yeah. I was like, I wanted to stop crying because I wanted to like really enjoy it, and I was. It was right. weird. I was really really happy, but also devastated. And there were just tears and tears and tears and. Because when they open with Given to Fly, which is like my favorite fucking song ever. And I'm like, I can't, I could have been on the rail experiencing mm. this. But it was still amazing. Well, and that was the cool thing, too, is that once it started and they opened with Given, Given to Fly, which I was absolutely not expecting. No, no one was. I kind of had that moment. I remember kind of telling myself, like, Okay, man, it didn't work out. It's a super mm-hmm. fucking bummer. But I mm-hmm. I did do all this to see this show and I'm not gonna miss yeah. this fucking show. You know what I mean? So Exactly. I think by the time Given to Fly was done, I was kind of back in the in the right zone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately not railed the stone zone, but I was still in a good in a good place, <laughs> in a good zone. <laughs> Because, I mean, don't even, that's the thing, too, like, don't even stop with, so the the openers were, the first yeah. six songs were Given to Fly, yes. into Why Go, into into two of arguably the best album openers in a row, Go, mm-hmm. into Last Exit, into Mind Your Manners, into Do the Evolution. Like if it was real if intense. If anyone wants to call them like old farts and blah, <laughs> like <laughs> give me find me a fucking twenty two year old that could get up on stage, yeah, and fucking murder six songs that are that intense. Yep. Bullshit, man. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I, obviously, I've been listening to the boot. Uh, you know, getting ready for us to talk about this and i'll be honest with you i remember feeling like oh man is eddie starting to i don't know but i'm not gonna worry about that but then listening to the boot today i was like man he still sounds so good no he sounds awesome it's it's, i always think that i always think in my head like he's old like there's no way he still sounds like he used to (laughs) because if you listen if you listen to old boots you're like, wow, he's a, he's like a fucking genius. He's amazing. And like, there's no, he's not at this level anymore. But then I was listening to this boot today. And I'm like, no, wait, he is. Yeah. It's just, a, it's slightly different, but he's still on a level that like surpasses anything that, anything else that I listen to in my mind. It's strong, man. And, and, mm-hmm. and it's not, again, I've, I'll be a broken record, but it's, he's that strong. And again, most bands, Man, most bands, I would say a 20 to 25 song set would be a long set. And they play Mm -hmm. like 35 song sets. They play like two and a half, three hour long sets. That is Mm -hmm. insane. And again, like stylistically, you're talking about, you know, two and a half hours of music. And these these songs aren't like 22 minute long jams, right? Like they're playing 35... three to four minute long songs on average Mm -hmm. and just fucking murdering the whole time. Anyway. Yep. 
Well, and we we kind of talked about it that night. Like we needed those first six songs that oh, we needed yeah. them to come out to come out. And it's just cool that they kind of could read the crowd. That those mm-hmm. hundreds or thousands of people on the field before the rain, like most of us had been there all day, and yeah. then went through what we went through. Like they needed to come out. And just fucking dude. That's why they're fucking pros. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They are. They Eddie, especially Eddie, when it comes to this kind of stuff, talk about like reading the crowd or whatever. It's not even Mm -hmm. about reading the crowd. It's like they know what their fans are like. This is night Mm -hmm. two of a really you know special city, uh, two shows. Like there's already been a rain delay last time they they were did a run in Chicago, right? Um, yeah. mm-hmm. that was a, a huge debacle and then they do the best thing they can do they it's it, it's like what you do with a kid that's got too much energy just fucking wear them out you <laughs> right. know what I mean yeah. like if they're <laughs> yeah. angry if they're being pissy if they're being smart Alex just wear them out and that will yeah. stop uh, yeah. you know what I mean and I feel like Eddie was just like alright let's go out there and wear them the fuck out and then we'll get it back into a nice little groove and kind of like build the rest of the set because they were calling mm-hmm. audibles the whole night it was crazy yeah yeah well and I'm sure I'm sure that the set list <clears throat> is totally different than before the rain it would be really interesting it had to have been yeah if, if if Eddie ever released you know what the original set list was gonna be right well okay so we get through do the evolution I love it too and that and that one I, I didn't notice it um that night or until actually today listen to the boot that he messes he I can't remember if he sings yeah. the lyric for the third verse and the second verse or something like that. He sings the first, whatever the first verse is, is not that he sings is a different verse. It's wrong. And then just in the middle of it, as he's singing, he sings, I yeah. fucked it up. And I'd never noticed yeah. it before. <laughs> he just like threw it in there, you know? And then they do the covers. They did Rain, which, what, they've only played that got to be like 10 times or, let's see, nine times. Um, So that's another rare one and obviously fitting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Throw Your Hatred Down, Even Flow. Oh, yeah, I was really surprised at you. Yeah. Wait, can we just talk about the fact that they fucked up Even Flow, like, hardcore? Yeah. They really fucked it up. Oh, I don't night, remember. Yeah, Eddie that, like totally misses the whole second verse of the song, and not well, only that, no, but, he, but no, they, not, they kind of. Oh, it's wasn't not his, It's not his fault. It was the band. I don't know if it was Matt, <clears throat> but it was. They got through the first chorus. Yeah, and then they just kept. They didn't. You know, at the end of that chorus, there's kind of like a a quick like they stop. And then yeah. they go back into the verse. They never did that little stop to give Eddie a moment to start singing again. Mm-hmm. 
funny. But they, they couldn't pick it up. It was kind of like how no. you were talking about how with No Way, the right. end of No Way, <laughs> yeah, how they, it kind yeah, of just was, kept going and going. And it's like, yeah. when's it going to resolve itself? That kind of happens. It just keeps the or whatever <laughs> they do. It's just over and over and over yeah. again until Ed. And then Ed just starts seeing like rambles bullshit he's like shamalama ding dong (laughs) (laughs) he's like making fun of himself up there it's pretty funny but then the rest of the song is great it's just that one part but it's it's a pretty big fuck up it's funny that i skipped that song when i was listening to the boot um what yeah well because i was on the way here i was trying to like you know listen to some of the covers and some of the more rare stuff that they did and um yeah because it's like I don't know. I want to hear in my tree any time, but like they no, don't do uh, anything yeah. different every time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. But they did do I get it. play you, which I, I remember mm-hmm. being pretty psyched about. It's not like it's my favorite Pearl Jam song or anything, but I do like the song and I totally didn't expect to get it. I'm in the same boat. I love that song because it's just a rare B-side from like the no code days. So I was just mm. like, oh, I, this is so amazing. I was I was super excited about that. Well, and then, of course, like, as I was saying, I mean, in, in my trees, obviously, just probably in my top five Pearl Jam songs and. Maybe not top five, but they did In My Tree and Immortality back to back, which I thought mm-hmm. was fucking sick. Yeah. Um, you got your you got your It's Okay tag that night too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was really excited about that because I have I hadn't heard that before. Um, yeah. Right. Did, they didn't play that night one, right? No. No. Yeah. So that was my first time. That was one of the things on my bucket list. I wanted to hear the It's Okay tag and I was so excited. Yeah, I was excited about that because they had been playing it. They played it in Seattle and I'm pretty sure in Montana. So I'm like, ooh, we're probably going to get it. And I was super psyched when they did it because that's, you know, that one's another one. It's just like super emotional whenever he goes into that. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that's the night he sang too. He... Um, before they started playing it, he started talking about the upcoming election, women's oh, yeah. rights, and yeah. So I was thinking about this election coming up. There's a lot to think about. Singing songs about a girl who will be a woman Who will need to use her voice For her own personal protection 
perspective those around her to be treated as an equal and be paid as an equal in the workplace she's gonna need her voice this upcoming election this election that there are many books on the laws that will decide laws for future generations. It's interesting that some of those laws will be affecting mainly women. But here's the good news. The one group of people who can change this election come November is the age group of women between 18 to 35. added a whole or he changed the whole verse to be about the strength of women and women's right. rights and how important it is and all yeah. that stuff and i'm like yes eddie <laughs> i love you i remember yeah, that totally i remember how uh, that moment because you were kind of in front of me kind of to my right and mm -hmm. he was he, he was doing his spiel right. or whatever <laughs> yes and i was just like I, I just thought it was so cool to see like a, a quote unquote man of influence or power or fame or whatever you want to call it. And he's always like used his platform to, I mean, not just in general, not to sound cheesy, but just kind of, I don't know, do this kind of like, uh, can we all just stop fucking with each other and be kind to each yeah. other? And, yeah. Mm -hmm. But but even more specifically, we've talked about in this show before. It's like I remember that as a teenager, uh, and especially in hindsight, looking back on it, you know, obviously they were my favorite band, and I kind of like worshipped every member of the band, and especially Eddie, and that did have an influence on me, like getting those boots from yeah. 91 and 92 and him, you know, going on a, a woman's rights spiel or a pro-choice, you know, the, he was up on MTV writing pro-choice on his arm. Like, yeah, he's always been on quote unquote, the right side of all that kind of shit, you know, and yeah. to like yeah. get to see this guy that's older than me that I've kind of idolized as a musician, as a human being. And then all these years later, there's still a band and it's been, you know, 20 years since I've seen them. And then I make th these two new friends. I mean, I've made a lot of friends, but you guys standing there and I get to see someone younger than me, quote unquote, a different generation of Pearl Jam fans. 
and she's mm-hmm. getting to experience it as a woman, like right there yeah. in front of me. And it was just this very vivid kind of memory I have of that and how fucking oh. awesome <laughs> yeah. Eddie is. You know what I mean? When it comes to that kind yeah. of stuff. Yep. I'm sure he's a pain in the ass to live with, but as far as women's <laughs> rights, he's got it. He's got it right. He does. And like, just to hear you say that hit, like him being who he is influenced who you are and who you wanted to grow up to be. And like that alone, even if he doesn't make a specific change in the world, like the fact that his, I like, that's one of his, his beliefs trickled into, yes. Like the men who idolized him, that is what's going to eventually change the world that we live in. And yeah. Yeah. He made, I mean, for me, it's like, he made it okay to be a 16 year old boy that is, you know, okay with feminine type things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like <clears throat> you don't have to be a macho asshole. Right. Because this, mm-hmm. this guy isn't, and you love this guy. So be like right. him. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, and no, that's a great point. And for me as a kid that was, you know, playing shows for the first time and then would go on to tour and stuff like that. It also, made this might i don't know if this sounds weird to someone who hasn't lived that life or whatever but um it also meant my time on the road didn't revolve around like my idols it wasn't about going out after the shows and partying and just sleeping with as many women as you could right mm-hmm. like they i'm not saying <laughs> i'm not saying that these guys maybe didn't have their fun at times out on the road or whatever but they but that's not what it was about but that's not what it was about you know what i'm saying like yeah. they were not that i remember that juxtaposition because you know zeppelin and then the seattle stuff and pearl jam being my kind of first loves in rock and roll or whatever i remember the that division between that original kind of rock band that influenced everyone, but they had a lot of kind of gross shit attached to their legacy. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of like what sounded like true, like womanizing and, um, and stuff like that. And of course I don't know them personally or the history, but that is, I felt like Chris Cornell and Eddie Vedder and even Lane and all these other people, they were looked at as kind of like these, new kind of like sex icons but mm-hmm. none of them wanted anything to do with it <laughs> you know what i'm saying yes which is and that's what makes them cool. so sexy exactly exactly yeah <laughs> take well, notes man and it made me <laughs> it, it helped make me want to be like that too and like brad was saying right i mean obviously i am an incredibly sensitive human being Right and and I thought you were just gonna say I'm an incredibly sexy. sexy so did I. <laughs> Kate, have we met? <laughs> Did you ever, unless it was a joke, no. imagine those words coming out of my mouth? No, never. But it would have been so funny. Oh if you just god! Did. I should try and pull that off with a straight face sometime and see if I can do no, it. But definitely. No, like no, definitely not that. It, extremely sensitive. <laughs> Yes. Human being, and and that kind of can make you feel like an alien sometimes in a world where, especially mm-hmm. if you're a guy, that's not cool. You're not supposed to do that, blah, blah, blah. And like Brad was saying, that was also a huge part of kind of my development was having these kind of quote-unquote rock stars that um, made me feel like you could be cool and 
like have feelings <laughs> and and yes. not feel stupid for like, sharing be a them. Human. And, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Where are we? Where were we in the set? We were at daughter. Oh, because then right. we went into unthought known. And I remember being super excited. I looked back at you, Brad Lyons, and you had like a Damn big right. smile on your face. I'm smiling. I right was now. like, yay! Because I know, because I was so excited too, and I knew you would be also. It was the best. Fucking gems and rhinestones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I love it. I love it. It's one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah, and it's cool. We've talked about it before, but like, there's nothing. That song is just to me is just super special, and there's no mm-hmm. there's no different way they do it live. I mean, it's just the song, but it it, yeah. it works every time I hear it. You it's know? such a good it does. song. It's so transcendent. <clears throat> His voice. That was one of the when I was talking earlier. Where you have those moments where I'm listening to a bootleg of Eddie Vedder from 2018, and he didn't flub. I mean, there's some like. Right. Hard parts in that song, like the gems and rhinestones yeah. part. Like it's, that's it's, a pretty big yeah, it's interval. Really jump, tricky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he freaking nailed it as usual. Uh, Jeremy, I was super psyched. To, I was super psyched to get Jeremy. I don't remember. Did still, they do that's, anything special? That song is still with Jeremy. Yeah. The, did they do anything at the end of Jeremy on this one? I can't remember. Not like a tag, you like mean? a tag or anything, yeah. No, I don't think so. It, they play it straight through. Play it straight, yeah. It's a pretty good version of it. <clears throat> I mean, do you guys like the song Lucan, or are you guys like, ah, oh, I like it, it's fun. Lucan, yeah, I love. I it. love Lucan. Okay, cool. Some people seem a little. I know it's just like a minute and a half, and he's just kind of yelling, but. I it's, it's I love no it. when he start, when they started playing that I was like fuck yes <laughs> I don't think I'd heard them play it yet so it's, it's, yeah I was excited it's kind of sort of a novelty because it is so quick and he does machine gun those lyrics out yeah but I right. love it it's a cool little because it's so fast it's cool that it's short yeah. yeah I and I like the little slow chordy thing he does with the kind of he kind of does these different inversions of the three chords um, that he kind of just blows through during the song, but you know that kind of intro he does. I don't think he ever sings, but he plays the three chords of Lucan like really slowed down, and then just out of nowhere, just bam, starts going into it. I always yeah. like that. Well, and this version was cool because at the end he starts singing. The melody but totally slowed down but he's saying uh like i'm going to wrigley and he does like a little yes he does thing yeah. about wrigley field and going to left field or something like that so for me that was pretty cool and then they go into porch i don't do you guys was it you brad was i talking to one of you guys at some point and you said you don't like the slowed down intro to porch no, that wasn't me. I love that. Oh, uh, okay. No, yeah, I don't think that was me. Okay, never mind then. Forget I said it. <laughs> I mean, no, I think I it's could cool. Under, I could understand that. I feel like I would like to see a version of Porch like they played it back in the day, but I know they probably won't do that anymore. Right. But no, I don't dislike it. I think it's 
I think it's fun. Like, the second they start it up, everybody knows what's going to happen. And it sounds, mm-hmm. it really doesn't, if you're not a fan of, like, a hardcore fan of their music, you might not you know that that's know. what they're going to play. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what's cool about it, but I love the, the the album version too. I wish they would, you know, switch it up. Like some nights do the album Every version, and some nights do yeah. the, the live version. Yeah, yeah. What'd you guys think about the um, for? So we move into Encore One, and he comes out and does the uh, the White Stripes, some some Jack White. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he? We're gonna be did friends. he do that a lot? Did he do that every show during this little run? I forgot to look because I I seen that he'd done so. it before Chicago. I'm pretty oh, he did? sure. Yeah, because I pretty much I I think I remember seeing like an article about in something. I think it was probably on social media that he had been playing. That well, song. didn't he? Didn't yeah, Jack White it. come out with him in somewhere in Europe? That's what it was. I think. Yeah, I think, you're I think right. they must. It was, it must it was have, at Europe. Yeah. yeah. They played it. They played it in Seattle, but that was the only other time that Pearl Jam's done it. Okay. Oh, so, so when who bleh, who? <laughs> oh my God! You, What's wrong with me? I don't know because I'm having a real hard time talking tonight. <laughs> me too. Jack White. When Jack White comes out in Europe, what song do they sing together? We're gonna. Do you remember? It's the same song. Oh, they do play that. Yeah, I think. Oh. Hold on. Let me look at this real quick. <laughs> this is gonna drive me crazy. Let's see here. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. August. Brad, you got emotional when he sang this. I did. <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> you like looked at I the know. both of us and you and you were like <laughs> I know. I'm just <laughs> You were such a cornball. I can't I am. I but I'm like he's he's singing about us. Like, I know. <laughs> We we're friends now. We're like, friends. We're now. friends. <laughs> He's singing for us. <clears throat> could, could that have happened he, at a Eddie solo show? With Jack? Jack? Yeah, I think so. I think I think uh, what I remember seeing was an article about an Eddie <laughs> solo show, and then they played it in Chicago cuz they've only Oh, maybe. As Pearl Jam, yeah, I think you're right. They've only played it twice, but anyway, not important. Uh are you guys White Stripes fans? Kate, are you a fan, aren't you? Um I more recently have started to listen to more of Jack White's stuff because uh Bobby is a big fan of him okay, and cool. uh and Jesse is just, you know, Jesse like idolizes jack white like she knows everything about him and like she he's totally her idol so i've tried to dabble a little bit more but i'm not like a a huge white stripes fan now he's shorter than i thought he would be i literally (laughs) we ran into each other literally and you and jack white yeah there's this uh really this little cafe in uh area called berry hill in Nashville, which is, um, man, there's probably, in this one, I would say, like, half a mile square block, there's probably 20 recording studios in this one area, like, really nice recording studios. And uh, I was getting some to-go food, 
uh, taking a break at one of the studios, and I guess he was doing the same thing because it was it was like two in the afternoon, so no one was in this cafe, and I was walking out the mm-hmm. door, and I opened the door, and I was looking in my bag to make sure I'd grab na- napkins, and all of a sudden I just was face to face with this guy and we bumped into each other and he no way obviously hadn't been looking either because it surprised him too and we both looked up at each other and it was it was simultaneously like oh my god i'm so sorry man and holy shit you're jack white (laughs) (laughs) that's wild he was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. He, I was like, no, man, my, I, I was looking into my bag here. It's probably my fault. He was like, no, no, man, it's good. I was like, all right, man, have a good rest of the day. He's like, you too. All right, all right bye. Oh, my God, stop. That's crazy. He, Did he look as crazy in person? He looks like, exactly. Like, as I imagine he would. He looks exactly like you see him in, like, pictures oh. on stage. He was, he was wearing all black. He had a black T-shirt on. Yeah. It was tucked in to black pants. Black belt, black shoes, yeah. the whole deal. And his skin was like as white as a baby's ass. Yeah. 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 So- I actually saw him play with the Rock and Tours last weekend. Man, I love that band. Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I, yeah, it was a really good show. I mean, I don't know a lot of their music because um, I'm newer to listening to them, but they, they put on a show. He's so good, man. He's really talented. He's very charismatic. And when he talks in between songs, he, he's literally, like, you cannot understand him at all. I don't know what the fuck he was saying. Yeah. But he, like, he just rambles. It's almost like he's, like, rap speaking. <laughs> rap speaking. <laughs> I was like, I turned to Bobby. I was well, like, what the hell did he just say? He's like, no one knows. <laughs> you said Jesse's no a huge knows. fan, right? Huge. So, yes. so maybe she could answer this question, and you could you could ask her for me, or I'll text her or something. But um, uh-huh. does she know? Because he doesn't have like genetically pale skin. He has like I don't mm-hmm. go in the sun pale skin. He's got like right. Edward Scissorhands skin. Yes, like <laughs> he does. It's so it's so. I mean, I have I need to get in the sun, right? I have a farmer right. tan, whatever. But uh-huh. I look like a Brazilian model compared to Jack White. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? That dude's yeah. white as fuck. Yeah, he really is. He must, like, some people to go to the tanning bed, he goes, he does some sort of regimen that keeps him white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like a pigment. <laughs> so what? Fiend or something. What? What did you say? I said he's like a pig. He like he maintains his pigment. Oh, I thought you said a pygmy. I was like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, let's get back. Definitely to, did not say that. He's let's get back to. Is, is Blazik still here? I haven't heard his voice in a long time. Let's see. He's definitely not because he would have said something. Well, his name is still on my. Brad. He's. I bet he's being he an okay? asshole. He's probably just sitting there because we were talking. No? Is he there? Hello? Where are we? Sorry. Hello? Did you leave? (laughs) What happened? I had to to leave for a minute. Where the fuck were we? Oh, we were talking about where we're going. All the lights are off in the entire house. I can't see where I'm going. You going to be okay? No, I'm okay, yeah. Okay. 
I can't oh, see anything. I'm all alone and it's dark because there's no lights on and I don't want to turn the switch on because I'm sitting right here. <laughs> They're going to be mad at me. Jesus. I thought maybe I'd get back in time before he even noticed I was gone. Well, not if something but terrible I happens. I started noticing it when you were very silent for at least two minutes. I was like, that's impossible. Yeah. I thought he was going to just then jump the convers- in at some point. Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess he really doesn't like Jack White. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh... Well, fittingly enough, come back <laughs> is the next song. Yep. Did someone just fart? Nope. No. What was that? I don't know. Thunder? Never mind. No. All right. So enough Jack White talk. Enough bathroom breaks for Brad. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize. We got song number number 20 of the set. Number two in the encore. We got Come Back, which I was... I was actually really kind of pleased and delighted to get that song, actually. Mm-hmm. I think be- yeah. because that was a song that I didn't really care for for a long time. And I don't remember what episode was that I had to l- listen to that song uh, a few times. And I was like, you know what? I do like this song. So it was, it was cool to that see That song it is beautiful. It is. It's beautiful. Uh, corduroy. I mean... No one's going to bitch Classic. about getting corduroy in the set. <laughs> so this is the point in the bootleg where I d- didn't listen to from, <laughs> because I ran out of time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I'll try to remember my experience yeah, you with were there, the song. So. I was there, yeah, so I can talk about them, right? <laughs> well, and we got Black, Brad B's, yep. you know, I mean, we all love that song, but. Yeah. Yes. Man, I've been digging the, uh, a little bit of a tangent, but it's about black. I've been digging, I saw two of those vocal coaches, you know, oh, breaking yeah. down. Uh, both of them were the black and plugged version or whatever, but. Oh, there's another, there's another video? I've seen two, yeah. I've oh, seen, I only saw, I saw the saw one the, that I sent you guys. Yeah, that's the one I watched with the British lady. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, there's another one too, and she—I think she's got she's a vocal coach. She's got red hair. Um, hers is really good too. Oh, yeah, They're, I've seen I've seen her, but I haven't watched it. I know who you're talking about. She it, looks like um, oh, who's that actress? Oh, here we go. Well, <laughs> she's like in everything these days. She wasn't. She was like a Disney princess lady. She's a redhead. Disney princess lady. Mm-hmm. She was in the super, new not... Superman movie too. Oh, Amy Adams. She was. She's. Yeah. Does she look like Amy, Amy Adams? Who you're talking about? Uh, uh, ish. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that one. I mean, I've seen her, but I don't. I. I really don't want. I don't like a lot of those reaction videos. So no, those are good. Oh yeah, me either. That's yeah. I'd never seen them until people started passing them. Well, actually, to be honest with you, the one I saw first was it kept popping up in my YouTube right, um, mm-hmm. like suggested list, and then yeah, then I saw it somewhere else, or someone sent an email actually to us about and yeah. mentioned the same thing. I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna watch yeah. it. It was really good. But then that one you sent, 
I don't remember why, but at one point I kind of got chills with her, along with her, like mm-hmm. yeah. watching her experience that song for the first time was just like yes. so moving. It brings you back to when you right. experienced it yeah. the first time. You're like, yeah. oh my God. Like she can't yeah. believe what she's hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's hard to feel that again when you listen to their music mm-hmm. so much. Like it's yeah. hard to feel like you're listening to to it for the first time and when you watch it through someone else's eyes it's wonderful yeah. plus i mean i like her accent yeah yeah she's got a great accent <laughs> oh god nothing wrong with accents um mm-hmm. all right oh brad mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> jesus uh all right so they did lightning bolts <laughs> I love that song. We got Rearview yeah. Mirror. Mm-hmm. I was super psyched about Rearview Rear Mirror. Rearview Mirror is my favorite because they played it both nights. Yep. And that song is like my favorite live song that they play. How many times have you far. seen it live? I think I've seen it like every time. Oh, no, they didn't play it in uh, in Amsterdam, but they played it both Wrigley shows. And they definitely played it at one of the Boston shows. Maybe both, but something about that feeling and just listening to Boots even when because every time they play it live, they break it down and then they slow it down for a while. And when they bring it back up at the end, nothing else makes me feel that way. Like, (laughs) I don't know. It just it brings something out of me. I think it's it's a great moment. I, I feel the exact same way. Like it usually like wrecks me. To listen to that yeah. song when he gets to the end, when it builds up and builds up, and, and he starts singing saw things. Yes, yeah, that Yo, just yeah. destroys. It gets me. the the record version of that song gets yeah. me, and when they do it live, and you're there, and mm-hmm. and you're everybody else around you is feeling the same. It's like fully electric. It's yeah, unbelievable. Totally. Yeah, totally. That is one of those songs, though, that it's easy for me to. Like the album version or live versions from that period are mm-hmm. there's just nothing like that song when it was brand new. And I don't I am not at all oh, dogging okay. it now because it still mm-hmm. absolutely holds up over time and there's still give you know, give it all when they play that song. But when it was new, the first couple of years of them playing and singing that song was just so, that song was so, it, like, as I'm just trying to describe it, I'm gritting my teeth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just got that, like, bite to it that uh, yeah. is, I'm so, I'm so, that's that's why I love records, because I'm so glad that, that is caught on tape mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like that they yeah. that they took so long to like write these things and and you know the producer that they had is so about capturing that kind of thing it's not about quote unquote did you do it right it's like they make decisions based on you know if what the what is coming out of the speakers is giving them chills then then who gives mm-hmm. a shit if one note's a little bit flat or the snare was a little right. bit behind on that second quarter. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's one of mm-hmm. that's one. I, they, I feel like they do that with so many of their recordings, though. You know, it's not like you can just pick a couple songs where it's like, man, they really, like, they really got that emotion on tape on these couple songs. It's like that's just what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you watch, 
when you watch the dress rehearsals or the sound checks for SNL, right? Like a lot of bands, mm-hmm. when you do TV stuff and you do those kind of like performances or whatever, it's like, okay, yeah, I can hear my guitar. You know, we've played this song a thousand fucking times. Okay, we'll play it down real quick so that the lighting, right. so the lighting guys can see what it does. But no one's really. They're just kind of going through the motions, but you watch at least Eddie anyway. You watch Eddie at the sound check, and if they have to run the song, he's playing it like there's fucking fifty thousand people there. Yeah, he's not trying to save his voice. He's not, you know what I mean? Like it's it, yeah. it's as if he can't do it unless he just goes there every time. You know? Yeah, it's, it's an amazing thing to to watch. That's for why sure. they're so special. You damn right. They're so special. All right, let's keep it moving. <laughs> Uh, well, that was supposed to be like that was supposed to be an, the, another encore break. Yep, but I think they knew they were getting close to because I think the I think what it was is curfew was eleven, but they extended they br- bypassed the curfew by like an hour and a yeah. half. It had to be well, it was to to midnight. They they extended it to one hour. Oh, so, I don't even remember when the show started or when it was supposed to start. Like I don't remember any of those details. Yeah, I don't either. But well, they they kind of all I think. Looked like Stone maybe and and Matt or Mike were like running off stage and Ed was like no no mm-hmm. like come on yeah. back we come look, back. we got to yeah. do that we just got to do it so they yeah. were kind of like all huddled around like what are we gonna play and they go into smile when you can mm-hmm. if you if you're a nerd like me and you put headphones on and you listen to the boot because uh, Eddie during that whole part and it's left on the bootleg has the mic in his hand. And so you can hear little bits of right. conversation and that he's running over to Stone and then he runs over to talk to Jeff, I think. if I can't remember. But yeah, they're all trying to figure out like, okay, we're going to keep playing, but what the fuck are we playing next kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And it was Smile, Yee. which I was super psyched. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh. Getting to see yeah. getting to see Stone play some bass. Get to see, yeah. get to see Jeff rock the guitar. Mm-hmm. And then, holy shit, the only time it's ever yeah. been played, <laughs> Evil Little Goat. Question: What percentage yeah. of the crowd do you think knew what that was? 
I will be honest, I would not have known what that was okay. if you guys didn't tell me about it two days before. So that makes total sense. So even given that. So there's, there was at least one person in the room who didn't know what it was. Well, I think, and it was me. I think it'd oh. be. I would say that a majority of the people didn't know what the fuck that was. Oh, yeah. definitely. For yeah. sure. They probably thought they were just like, making something up on the spot. I was going to say like 30% knew what it was. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really surprised that I recognized what it was. Yeah, I mean that's a real deep <laughs> cut. Yeah, <laughs> what is it even from? It's it, they recorded it during the ten sessions, right. but it wasn't released until two thousand eight when that giant ten deluxe box came out. Uh, yeah, it's you know, gotcha. it's it's a little like minute and a half little mm-hmm. goofy song that's tagged onto the end of the bonus section. Of the 10 gotcha. Redux. It's just them jamming while they're kind of like in between takes in the studio yeah. kind of thing. Right. But, but it is one of those things where, you know, for for all the nerds, that's a pretty big deal to see that obscure of a song and the only time that it's ever been played live. Mm-hmm. Leash. Yeah. Drop the leash. I love it. I know you do. I knew you were going to say that. That's all Brad has to say about it. I love it. I, I love, love it. it. I'm, back. I'm back on board with Leash. I actually am too, man. I was never not on board. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, it did. It just felt like, I mean, again, we're, we won't hang out here and talk about it, but right. it did feel for a long time to me like a very like, fuck you, dad. I do yeah. what I yeah, want. Anthony. I understand that. Yeah. I get it. But I honestly never thought of it that way until you guys said that. And then I was yeah. like, oh, man, they're kind of right. And <laughs> like for a hot it. sack. We ruined it for I you. I was like, they fucking ruined it for me. But now I was like, nah, they didn't. No. Yeah. I love no. that song. I mean, it's not like my favorite from Verses or anything, but it's I, I fucking sing that like, fuck you, dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I sing it when I sing along to it, you know? Damn right. <laughs> I can get into it. But I'm also in my angsty late twenties, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe I just relate to it on a more personal level. Well, am I in my angsty early forties? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I believe they call that a midlife crisis. Mm. God, that's gonna be terrible when that happens. Yeah, I've had like three of them already. <laughs> I think I definitely had like a quarter life crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm having one right now, big time. Well, I think it's, it's also great. a little, it's probably a little bit of denial in that, like, I'm fine with saying quarter life crisis because you're not even uh-huh. halfway yet. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I still got right. some time. Yeah. But you start getting to like midlife crisis mm. and it's like, yeah, have that's I scary. lived half of my life? Ugh, I don't want to think about that. Oh, stop. No, <laughs> oh, guys, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. I hate it. <laughs> We're all going to live forever. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to be great. Yeah. Yay. We're all going to be healthy and live forever. <laughs> Yay. The Problem solved. The skies are going to be full of rainbows and flying unicorns. Ge- gems and rhinestones. And gems and rhinestones. <laughs> We're going to be on the rail for every show from here on out. Yes. And Eddie's going to live forever, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just imagine some, like, ridiculous, you know, kind of like portrait of heaven 
and there literally are like rainbows in the sky and magical uni- mm-hmm. flying unicorns. And then like mm-hmm. I, every time uh, in this heaven, every time my text tone would just be the snippet of Eddie singing gems and rhinestones. <laughs> <laughs> and then kind of like a confetti glitterly glitter, like little friendly explosion happens in the air above above me as i'm walking through oh that sounds like fucking so wonderful sounds ridiculous i want i want to go yeah i'd be down with that (laughs) yeah let's do it down with that uh they never went back off stage again after that right after no 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 i couldn't remember they just stuck it out yeah i'm pretty sure and then they gave two classics the uh alive and then ended with baba why do i not remember them ending with baba you know what? I'm going to Be- go back and because... listen. Did they finish it? Yeah, they did. Because what? Danny Clinch came out and was playing harmonica, and all the house lights were on. Oh, uh-huh. that's right. I'll tell you why you don't remember it, though. Because why? By, by this point, we all three of us were like fucking zombies. Uh, we- I, re- I remember, <laughs> like, probably around Leash, just like, oh, God. Like, I love Pearl Jam. I'm glad I'm here, but please let it end. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't do this much longer. Yeah, I'm so tired. Yeah. My legs are killing uh-huh. me. I'm wet. I just want to go. Yeah. I just want to get out of here. I just want this to be over. And I know that's yeah. awful, and I hate admitting it, because I'm usually like, I want to see him play for another hour. But this night right. was like, no. I, we were we, just We all, didn't sleep. Yeah. It was, it was, we were in rough shape. We're troopers, yeah. man. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we made it though. Man, it was fucking worth we it did. though. But that it walk, was so worth <laughs> that it. That walk off the field across the street to Murphy's was like the longest walk. And I was so thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Brad. I, I, honest to God, don't really remember much <laughs> after the show. You I don't gone. really remember much you either. You split, dude. I remember me and Kate like. Oh, that's right. Remember we were like. We were like, where the fuck where did Brad go? <laughs> you, you were gone, <laughs> dude. You were done. I think we stopped though. to talk to like one person. Yeah. We did. We stopped to talk to somebody. Yeah. And we're waiting, waiting, thinking Brad's like in the bathroom or something. <laughs> and you just left us. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah, dude. You I think like, you're like waiting for us in the car or something. You went to the car or something. And we were at Murphy's. Like waiting for you, yeah. <laughs> you like needed a moment or something. I pro- yes, that's because oh, I, I think you did, did come back. You were like, you were like, guys, I'm sorry, but I like really needed a minute yeah. to process all yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, I completely forgot about. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Me just like fucking bailing on you guys does not sound like. Uh... <laughs> no, you didn't bail, but you didn't tell us you were leaving either. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. I just did a little Irish exit there. You just totally disappeared and we're like where the fuck did he go you're like i'm just, sorry i just really needed a minute <laughs> that was good times man it was a lot of fun yeah it was that was last year was just and because today is today what is what the 18th yeah yeah so today would have been night night one right. a year ago and yeah. like ah, that day was so special too and then the yeah. day in between and i'm just like i'm reliving through social media the whole experience like mm-hmm. first of all can't believe it was actually a year ago yeah and i don't know it's just 
such a good time. Something I'll definitely remember forever. Absolutely. I can't believe it was only a year ago that I met you in person. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's, it's been true. longer. Yeah, that's true. Well, what do you do you guys have anything going on in the podcast? Uh over on the porch? Yeah. Um this week we're actually covering Jeremy. No shit. Yeah, which I did with you guys, so I'm like, I already got all my notes. I don't have to do <laughs> any extra homework. Dude, that's awesome. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I love it when No, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm excited to talk about Jeremy, because it's, that's one of those songs that obviously is probably one of their most overplayed of all time, but to me, mm. I've always known that song, and I've always loved that song, even from when I was a little kid, and, like, my brothers used to play it and stuff, so that song has, like, a, for like a real special hold on me just because it's from my childhood as well. Well, that, that um, song is just magic. It's magic. And it, it never, like, it's not old. Like it's been overplayed for me too. Cause I was alive when it was overplayed right. and I don't know. It just, it still works. It does not matter. That baseline, they, that they grimy can play it. baseline, it just still yes, works. You it know, does. I heard it today it, and, and it will like, work forever. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited to talk about that, and uh, yeah. So if anybody out there hasn't checked us out yet, feel free to yeah head over. hop on our train as well. Hell yeah, there's room for everybody. That's, that's there the is cool always thing, room for man. everybody. It's like you would think that. Um, I mean, how many Pearl Jam podcasts could you have? But it's it's yeah. all about the people's perspectives who are talking about. Exactly. the song or the record or whatever it is you know what i'm saying it never gets mm -hmm. it never gets for me anyway it never really gets old hearing other people's perspective on that kind of stuff so no no and hopefully we're able to op offer something that's like a little different because both of us are newer fans and um you know some of the songs we listen to and we talk about and both of us will be like yeah i didn't even realize these were the lyrics to the song and that's been my <laughs> favorite part about it is think songs that i thought i really knew i don't really know until this podcast is like forcing me to sit down with the song and analyze and read the lyrics and think about what it means to me or what it meant to them at the time or what it means like in the grander scheme of things and it's been a lot of fun in that aspect and really just getting to know jesse has been the best part of all of it because in the end of the day it's human connection that uh makes all of this so special yeah absolutely for sure and you guys, mm -hmm. you guys have a really good chemistry together as well. So, um, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, man. I mean, I love her, and like we get along. Like we've been friends forever, so it's easy. Yeah, it should be easy. That's the thing is, like Brad's a huge mm -hmm. pain in the ass, but it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I, I get it. I mean, it's, I got, I got, I understood that the moment I met him. Yeah, right. I was like, yeah, this dude's a pain in the ass. Yeah. He's already pissing Brad Lyons off. This is going to be a great weekend. <laughs> I'm so glad you were part of that. Yeah. Me too. No, Brad Lyons. I don't know if you remember, Brad, like the mo like three minutes after we met, you, you turned to me. You hadn't even really spoken many words to me yet. And you were already like, yeah, he's already pissing me off. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> I swear to God. Lyons said that to and you? Then, or he didn't say those words exactly. But well, I, I might have. It was that sounds like me. Something well, we to the effect of like we're already driving each other yeah, crazy. No, it was we more. <laughs> we had been in the car together all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It just got to that point where it was like, you know, it was that moment where 
for no reason. Just the fact that that person does that one little thing differently than you. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. And he was thinking the same, you know, he was thinking the same thing. Yeah. We were like, uh-huh. arguing over the stupidest non-consequential shit. It's yep. just like the email earlier. It's like a couple that's been married for forever. It's like watching my parents. <laughs> Yeah. What about from my perspective? It was like I was with my parents. <laughs> you, my were two dads. You, you were on a, a, a family vacation with your gay dad. That's what it felt Chicago. like. Yes. <laughs> it's like first family outing. <laughs> oh, you know what my like final thought was last night as I was falling asleep? No oh, God. Uh, oh jeez. <laughs> was it silly salmon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it? What was that dude saying? It, it was silly salmon. One it was time. Silly, silly salmon. salmon. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, wh- what a what special a man he was. <laughs> mm. What are the chances we'd run into like a total psychopath like that together? <laughs> Pretty high. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, well, I think fully down, attracting the weirdos. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was oh, fun man. to relive it. Kate, thank you so oh, much yeah. for taking the time. I know you've had a busy weekend. Thank you for having me. It's been so nice talking to you guys again. And Definitely. Yeah, reliving that was, it was needed. Yeah, man. Um, well, all right. Yeah. Check, where where can everyone find you, you guys? Where, where can they find the porch? Uh, pretty much anywhere you guys are as well. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, we're on YouTube, and we actually, uh, we record... Uh, a visual as well so like we record our web chat together so you could find that over on YouTube um, I never watch those because I'm super self-conscious oh, God. <laughs> but if anybody's interested in that <laughs> you could find us on YouTube or we're also on all the socials we're on Instagram Twitter Facebook we're probably the most engaging on Instagram because you know we're 20 year olds and that's what we do um, did, so, you, did you say the name the porch oh um yeah we're pj porch podcast on instagram and then that's our G- i think that's our gmail as well i should probably know that um our gmail is pj porch podcast at gmail.com cool. but the actual podcast itself is just called the porch podcast sweet yeah if you haven't already yep. and i know a lot of you guys have go check them out um and thanks yeah. guys watch yeah, the dirty frank episode Oh, yeah. Brad's on Dirty Frank. There's a <laughs> lot of talk about serial killers and poop and, you know, just the casual <laughs> normal and it's stuff. All, casual it's late on, night conversation. It's, it's all on video, too. The normal Brad oh, yeah. affair. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. All right. Thanks again, Kate. No problem. Thanks, Brad B. Oh, thank you. All right, if you guys want to email us, you can email singlepodcasttheory at gmail.com. Say hi on the socials. And if you'd like to look into supporting the show, you can head on over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash singlepodcasttheory. Until next week, I'm Brad Lyons. I'm Kate Cotton. And I am Brad Blazek saying, I can tell that we are going to be friends. Aww. Aww, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Oh, see ya. Bye. I died and you just I died and you watched I died and you walked by and said no. I'm dead. Fuck yeah.
correct. Okay, I did it. Cool. Awesome. Awesome song. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's the trifecta back again. Hello. Uh, uh, Hello. Who was that? That was bro. <laughs> no. That was, that no. Was, <laughs> oh, was it Kate? <laughs> yeah. It was, Damn. I was sipping from the bottom of my big gulp. Oh, dude! You, I had I had a milkshake last night. And it was amazing. Mm. I can't I, I can't milkshake drink milkshakes. So they like make me shit myself. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like it was worth it this time. Um, all right. I cool. mean, that happens when I eat anything. <laughs> Brad, yeah, that's Brad's the only tracks. shit is. <laughs> <laughs> it's always considered shitting myself with Brad. <laughs> oh man! I mean, oh. even when he's on the toilet, you refer to it as shitting yourself. <laughs> That's it's it's that bad. <laughs> oh poor Brad! 